surprise! I know I said I wasn't going to do an episode this week, but you know, the thought of just not talking to you guys for a whole week, it got to me. It got to me. So here I am with a bonus episode for you, for all my ladies in the house, which is like 80% of my listeners. Men, if you're a male listener, this is for you too. You know, yeah, yeah, it is for you too. Because, because some of these, some of the stuff that I'm talking about this week, it, it, it can be applied to men too. So I'm all, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. I hope everyone is having an amazing Christmas, an amazing break, and I hope you're spending time with family. I hope you are taking, you know, a little bit of time to separate yourself from all the craziness that's been going on and just really soak in the season. Today, we are going to be talking about my 12 rules for women. And Yes, I did get inspired by Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, but my 12 Rules for Women, I actually wrote them before I read Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules. So, there you have it. I I wasn't... Jordan Peterson, don't copyright me. That's pretty much all I'm trying to say. Um, So, these 12 Rules are just things that I've kind of noticed in young ladies that I think can help women become more confident, um, stronger in who they are, stronger in their faith, and personally I just think overall happier and just preparing them for you know life so let's just hop right in rule number one it's pretty simple smile like (laughs) there's so many blessings in life finding a reason to smile or laugh every single day even when you don't feel like it that will increase your overall mindset it will make you happier it'll make the people around you happier and you know it'll just create a good good old time a good old vibe and also happy people attract they just do so smile rule number two take care of your teeth (laughs) i don't care if your teeth are crooked or small or if the gum to teeth ratio is off i'm not talking about surgically changing anything but here's the thing It hardly costs anything to just floss and brush twice or three times a day. Dirty teeth are literally my pet peeve. So, you know, randomly throughout the day, if I end up going to the bathroom, which I usually do, um, sometimes I'll just brush my teeth too. So brush up those beautiful pearls. And this rule kind of goes along with my, you know, my last rule. It's a lot easier to smile when you have nice, clean teeth. So, take care of those teeth. Rule number three. We're getting a little more deep here. Accept that you will never look like anyone else. Okay? Once you do this, so many doors open up. Your body and your face are uniquely yours. So learn about them. And then enhance them. For example, okay. I'm I'm a whopping five feet exactly, and I have pretty broad shoulders, and I have really tiny hips, and my torso and leg ratio is just a little off, and that probably was TMI, but knowing this has helped me so much when picking out clothes. So like, I will stick to skinny jeans because they enhance my figure, my jeans are usually high-waisted. Um, a lot of times they're rolled because apparently jean companies don't figure that a five-foot girl would be tiny in a size like 
three. So <laughs> the jeans are the skinny jeans that are my size are really, really long. And I don't get it, but I have to deal with it. So my jeans are usually rolled. Um, a lot of rolling happens. With my shirts, depending on, you know, the situation or the occasion, I usually tend to go for v-necks because they take away from uh, my shoulders. They, you know, draw attention away from the shoulders. But sometimes, you know, depending on where I'm going, what the thing, the occasion is, I will wear shirts that accentuate my shoulders. So all I'm trying to say is learn about your body and learn about what works and what doesn't and start curating your closet. Like I'm in the process of slowly getting rid of things that no longer work and switching them out for things that do work and, you know, starting to find some staples that like, you know, a black dress is a staple, a black shirt is a staple, um, good jeans, that's, um, those are hard to find. So yeah, slowly work on curating what works for you. And this is kind of why I love the French style of dressing, because it doesn't focus on, you know, trends or name brands. It focuses on working with your specific body. And it also kind of takes into account that like, you're not perfect. And so that's part of the beauty of it is not looking, not looking like a Barbie, not looking like a piece of plastic. It's looking real. You know, it's kind of taking on that, like, each girl's style is very unique and, you know, a bit of a secret. And you don't want your outfits to particularly scream, like, this is where she bought me. So that's something I love. It's less of a let me look good so that people can envy me mindset and more of a let me look good because this looks good on me. Ladies, if enough of you want me to talk about fashion, uh, let me know. Uh, Maybe I'll do a sub-series. But understanding that you will never look like anyone else is, I think it's personally important because it's starting to, it's kind of like falling in love with the body that God gifted you and it's learning to accept it and, you know, honor it. So yes, I think this is actually very important. Rule number four, exercise and eat well. Okay, so I said this before, like three seconds ago. (laughs) but I'll say it again, your body is a gift, so take care of it. Work out. Work out your back and your arms, your abs, your legs, and your heart, and then stretch, you know? And it doesn't have to be intense. It can just be like five minutes every single day of all of those, like five minutes of arms, five minutes of abs, uh, five minutes of legs and heart, and you know? So it's not that much time, honestly. I use the Fit On app. It's great because not only is it free, but it also has a huge variety of workouts and stretches and things. And it's literally one of my favorite quarantine finds. So if you're looking for a workout app, I definitely would recommend that one. As for eating, I'm not going to go into diets and telling people what they should and shouldn't just because I think everybody's different everybody's body is different and you know how you react to food is different so I'm not going to go into that but I will say remember that what you put into your body regularly will usually show up on your face so if you're eating a lot of sugar or salt or fats and not the healthy kind, I'm talking about the processed kind, it's, it's going to show up on your face in the form of redness or breakouts. So 
learning to balance your food that's important and understanding food and how it makes you feel and getting that good you know getting a solid relationship with it that's really important too so main takeaway pay close attention to what your body is telling you again if you girls want me to do a whole wellness and beauty series let me know and maybe we can work something out all right number five Find a solid skincare routine. Again, I'm not going to say like you should only use these products because everybody is different. Um, But really, really pay attention to how your skin is reacting to different products. So normally, I cheap out. I use a generic Target face wash. I use a Olay clay mask. And then I have two St. Ives face exfoliators that I will interchange sometimes, and all of those are like, I'm pretty sure they're under $10. May need to check up on that. However, I will splurge on my, you know, foundation and my night cream. Actually, I found a new night cream, so I'm not splurging on my night cream anymore, but um, my toner, there are a few things that I kind of uh, will am willing to splurge because it directly touches my skin and it directly affects, um, you know, just how my skin works and how it repairs my skin. So, for example, I use Clinique because it really works well on my skin. I used to have such bad eczema. It, I'd break out all the time. I was breaking out all the time in middle school and in high school. Not necessarily acne. I just had red blotches all the time. So, It really took a while, but I finally found that Clinique worked the best on my skin. And it's pricey. It's pricey. Their products can range from $25 to like $50. But I do really consider it worth it because... it's. I just think it's really important to take care of your skin because your skin's... Your skin's your skin. But yes, I think finding a good skincare skincare routine is really really important makeup's fine it's definitely fun um but you should not be using it to hide behind of course you know if you have a breakout covering it up is totally understandable but I think learning to fight the breakout and getting your skin healthy and clear that's a much better long-term plan all right number six start becoming financially independent. So I cannot emphasize the importance of this one. And I'm walking a fine line here because I don't like pushing the you must work to be successful agenda on you guys. Um, And if you're a mother, you 100% already have a job and it is such an important job. But if you're in college or high school, if you're around that age, work. It builds character, it teaches you important lessons regarding money, and it's it's just overall good to learn about this. I started my business freshman year of high school and I had to I had to hustle. I had to put myself out there and it was I had a lot of highs and lows, but I built something. And it's actually something I'm really, really proud of. And I love it. I love what I do. And I'm so blessed that God gave me the gifts to be able to do it. And the fact that I can do my job 
um, as a mom, that's just a whole other plus. But all of this has taught me how to deal with money. It's taught me to understand it. And I think my parents did a really good job of teaching me and my siblings the importance of understanding and balancing money. And I know a lot of people really don't like talking about money. It's it's kind of a private thing. And yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. But you know, one of the main things that couples fight about is, you guessed it, money. And so I think it's important that ladies, we need, it's important that we know how to manage our husband's salaries in the home. Like, why would we go and buy brand name Nutella when the grocery store brand is cheaper and pretty much the same thing? But if, you know, people who don't have money sense wouldn't think to look at the other brands to see if they could get a better deal. So just little things like that, I think that's important. Um, The other day I was flying home from a trip and my sister and I, we went to go get coffee. And actually, I, after buying, after buying the drinks, I just looked at my receipt, just kind of out of habit. And I noticed that, I noticed that I had been charged twice for my sister's drink. And I just went back to the cashier and I was like, hey, I think I may have been charged twice for this. And she was able to correct it. But I don't know if I would have caught it if, one, I wasn't paying for it. Because I was paying, actually my sister was paying for her drink. And so she was looking at the receipt because she wanted to know how much she was paying me. But I also looked at the receipt because I was like, I'm paying for this. So if I hadn't, one, been (laughs) kind of almost like, habitually trained to look at the receipt and two if I wasn't actually paying for it I don't know if I would have checked that and like caught that little mistake and actually when I got home I checked up and like checked my bank account to make sure everything was ordered and I promise I promise I'm not a nut but (laughs) at the same time I'm not gonna pay six dollars for a sprite and I would have totally been fine if they said something like oh we can't refund you but go ahead and take another drink like I'm not I wasn't like a, I must have a refund now, like, you know, but it also wasn't something I was going to let slide. So just back to my main point, ladies, learn how to deal with finances and learn young because it gives you a better understanding of how the world works. It gives, you know, because if I was paying for the drinks with like my mom's credit card, I probably wouldn't have looked at the receipt and she would have been charged twice. So This is why I'm emphasizing it because it teaches you how the real world works. And so I think, ladies, we should learn how to deal with finances. We should not necessarily like with the idea that I'm going to have to learn everything, but we should have a basic understanding. Um, Plus, if you're planning on raising children, you're going to need to teach them about real world stuff. And you can't teach what you don't know. So Um, number seven, don't beg for attention. I've actually gotten very passionate about this one recently, and I'm planning on going more in depth about this topic in my next episode, but I did want to touch this because it's kind of a big one. So we live in a culture that is obsessed with who is paying attention to who. We live in a society that tells women they need to be independent, but then measures a woman's worth by how many followers or likes she gets on social media, or like by how many friends she has and what she does with them, or how many guys she's attracting. And that's just not, that's not how things go. That's not how, it's just the opposite of how things really are. Your worth does not depend on who's paying attention to you. 
It does not depend on who's friends with you. And it most certainly does not depend on the amount of attention social media gives you. So ladies, don't base your worthiness on those things. Don't beg for attention. Remember, you were not made for this world. You were made for so much more. And it's okay to detach yourself from people and things that are not making you a better person. You don't need to attract every person you meet. You don't need to be friends with every person you come across. And I know this sounds weird. And I'm not saying that you should become, you know, closed off or anything. You should always treat everyone with kindness and respect. Common decency does not disappear just because I'm saying you should be picky with who you surround yourself with. But I am saying that it's important to take a look at the people around you and ask yourself, okay, is this situation or relationship helping me grow and become a better person? And if it's not, then it's time and it's okay to take a step back. You don't need everyone to like you. You just need the right people to like you. And I'm definitely going to go um, more in depth about this in next, week ep- next week's episode, so be ready for that. But I also want to say, just to touch on the subject of attracting guys, because I get questions about this a lot. Like I said before, we get told that the more guys who are after us, the better. But I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to get flack, but I'm going to say it anyway, because this is the inconvenient truth. Cheap products always attract customers. And I'm not saying that if you're a beautiful person and guys are always coming up to you, that that means you're cheap. But what I am saying is that you should not be so focused on attracting random dudes that you lower your standards in order to attract them. I heard a really, really good quote recently. And it it said, like, you should be so wrapped up and hidden in the faith and God's word that men have to seek God to find you pursue your faith pursue God and that will attract the right people you get your worth from God and begging attention from people who are unable to see that worth that that's a no-go it's a no bueno so (laughs) I think it's okay to start curating who you put your effort into and like I said you should never be rude or mean to anyone but you don't need to go out of your way to accommodate them if that makes any sense and if any of you have questions please let me know. I know this topic can be a little tricky to approach and I'm definitely going to go more in depth next week. Okay, rule number eight, read, but actual literature. So read Jane Austen, read the Russian novels, Anna Karenina, Crime and Punishment. Uh, The picture of Dorian Gray is a good one. It's not Russian, but it's a good one. Little women, read the book. Don't rely on the movie. Read the book. Actually, unpopular opinion, I was not a fan of the new Little Women movie. Everyone's gonna come at me now. Okay, anyways. um, (laughs) Read the Bronte sisters. Those are authors, by the way. It's not a book. Uh, Actually, at the moment, I'm reading some of Lucy Maud Montgomery's later works. So she wrote the Anna Green Gables. But she also wrote more books about Anne's later life and the family that she raises. So I'm rereading those. Those are really good. Read C.S. Lewis. I'm going to read, I'm planning on rereading his case for Christianity over break. Um, and I'm really excited about that. So read, read, but read good literature. Cause remember what you put in comes out. So if you're only reading trashy romantic novels, you're going to get a very unrealistic world and life view. So Keep that in mind. Okay, rule number nine, 
take control of your thoughts. So this one kind of piggybacks off that off of that last statement about what you put in comes out. In the same way that, you know, what we consume will show up on our skin, the thoughts that we let into our head will start showing up in our actions. And I know that there are some thoughts that just pop into our heads and it's hard to control those, but there are also thoughts that we allow into our heads and we allow them to control and dominate what's going up, what's going on up in the mind. I think it's really important to be aware of what thoughts we have, um, whether or not they're pure, whether or not they are, you know, just good thoughts, because I think that, you know, the thoughts that we have and the people we surround ourselves with, you know, those really influence how we act. And, you know, you can be drop dead gorgeous, but ugly thoughts or an ugly personality that will make you, that will make anyone actually instantly unattractive. And I'm not saying that if you have a bad thought or, you know, you have maybe a sinful thought that you're immediately a, you know, a lunatic or, you know, crazy or whatever. I'm not saying that because sometimes bad thoughts just come into your head, but giving it control, that's, that's where you got to watch out. And sometimes I think the best way to stop a bad thought is to send, to just bring awareness to it. Just kind of be like, oh, I thought it, let's move on. So I think that that's probably a, a, a good way to cure those. Rule number 10, don't complain about something you have power over. So ranting is one thing, real complaining is another. And I can understand rants and even some complaining. There have definitely been times during this year when I'll be ranting about some you know, atrocity or complaining about how absolutely bonkers some of my professors are. And sometimes you just need to let off a little steam before, you know, buckling down and finishing the homework or just continuing on with your day. And I've done that like quite a few times. And I think it's probably mentally healthy in, in moderation. But if you are complaining about something that you can change or that you have power over, we've got a problem. People will say things like, I have no friends or nobody likes me. And one, that's probably not true. Um, And two, if you don't like your situation, then change it. And this is usually when I hear the, but Amy, I have anxiety or I'm an introvert or I just can't do it. And this is the part where (laughs) I'm probably going to get, you know, a lot of flack because I'm going to sound crass and mean. But so what? Sure, you have those things. But, and this just goes back to my last rule of, you know, taking control of your thoughts. If you're constantly thinking to yourself like, oh, I'm no good because of my anxiety or people don't like me or I can't talk or whatever, then yeah, you're going to, you're going to be all those things and you're going to have all those things because you're constantly telling yourself and convincing yourself that you do. But if you think to yourself, yes, I have anxiety. Yes, I'm scared of being rejected. Yes, I stumble over my words, but I'm going to try this. You're going to be one step closer to changing your situation. And you're going to be one step closer to conquering your fears. Fears don't get conquered when you sit in a dark room and bemoan your life. Fears get conquered when you take a risk and do something out of the ordinary. You need to get it out of your head that people are always thinking about you. Because guess what? They're not. 
other people are not your babysitter. If there's someone that you want to get together with over the holidays, then sure, you could sit and wait for them to reach out, which, you know, they're not they're not going to read your mind. Or you can reach out. Reaching out is not that scary. All you have to do is text them and say, hey, so-and-so, like, <laughs> hope you're doing well. I don't know if you're in town or what your break looks like, but I'd love to see you and catch up sometime in the next few days if you're available. Let me know. It's that simple. And if they don't respond or if they shun you or, you know, whatever, go get better friends. Because honestly, if someone does that, like, they don't deserve you as a friend because that's just rude. Um, I mean, respect respect busy schedules, of course. Like, if that person ends up being out of town, then then you just move on to a new friend. Same thing applies to grades. If you don't like your grades, then work harder to improve them. If you're complaining that you're broke, then get a job or learn to budget. Those are all things that you have power over and can change. And I know that there's 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 going to be outliers and unique situations, but for most things and for the most part, just as a rule of thumb, don't complain about things that you can change. All right. Rule number 11, take on a servant's heart. This is a big thing. It's said that you truly find yourself when you willingly give yourself away. And here's why. I'm sure a lot of you know the JOY acronym. It's Jesus, others, and then yourself. And that's how you find true joy in life. Um, But I also think that when you truly care about the well-being of others and put others needs before your own then you genuinely can find happiness and fulfillment because you're not spending that time comparing yourself to others or like living a life of discontent because you're so busy caring about other people that you you know you fully accept what's going on with yourself and you you love them so you know, take on a servant's heart. Kindness does not cost that much. It legit takes like three seconds to smile at someone or, you know, to ask a store checker out or cashier, checker out, checker out. You guys, that's, that's a lot more fun to say. And you know what I mean? It's, so, you know, it takes three seconds to ask a store checker out or like how their day is going. And it, it really isn't that hard. Well, it may be hard for some people, but it's, it's important to start switching the mindset from what can people do for me to what can I do for you. It's stopping the thought that you are number one. And you may be thinking, um, Amy, rule number seven was all about cutting people out and only putting in effort with certain people. And yeah, that still remains true. This rule doesn't change that rule. Because, you know, remember in rule, in rule number seven, I said, treat people with common decency. And this, this includes common decency. This is what I'm talking about. This is the common decency I'm talking about. So, all right. Last rule, rule number 12. Remember that you are a daughter of the king. So if you have not done this yet, I need you to get up and stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself. And I want you to say, I am beautiful, I am worthy, and I am precious. Not because Amy says so, not because I say so, but because my father in heaven is a king and I am his daughter. And I am worthy because of that. 
even if you don't believe in God, it doesn't change the fact that you are worthy and unique and you are a child of God. That it doesn't, whether or not you believe it doesn't change the fact that you are a child of God. So with that in mind, hold the head up high, smile, and go share this on Instagram with your friends. No, I'm kidding. Okay, smile and have a wonderful Christmas, guys. That concludes my 12 rules. Be sure to share this episode with a friend on your Instagram story, like I said. Um, if you're listening on Apple, rating and reviewing this podcast would be it'd be so helpful, guys, because it really helps grow my audience. Um, subscribe. You guys know the drill. I mean, follow me on Instagram because it's an amazing time over there. Um, and yeah, have a wonderful Christmas, everyone. And I will see you sometime in the near future. So goodbye.